Hey lady, this is your BFF Heather and you are listening to Life Coach BFF podcast show episode number 38. Welcome back. If you are new to this podcast, so happy to have you. Our community is full of women like you who are ready to pivot, but not sure how they want to find God's purpose for their lives. And if you are one of these ladies, then you are at the right place because we have amazing guests who come on and they share with us how they are making it happen every day. And guess what? You can too. That's the great news about it. Today, we're going to hear from Karen Wells. She's in Atlanta, Georgia, and she is very knowledgeable on pain management with the use of myofascia techniques. I cannot wait for you to hear from her. I'm really excited about this. If you, I know I have friends that will complain about sore hips when they wake up in the morning. If you have aches and pains, occasional or chronic, if you sit at your desk for any length of time during the day, you're going to be interested in this. If you're disabled and you're bound to a chair or wheelchair, this would be helpful to you too. It's helpful to all of us. I think that you are going to benefit from this conversation. So hang on, we're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, I want to talk about a question from our listener. And last week, we featured a question from another listener. But y'all, this is so exciting. This listener is from, wait for it, Paris, France. (laughs) Can you believe it? I can't even believe it. So Vivian wrote in, and this is what she said. Hi, Heather, you have a distinct accent. Where are you from? Well, friend, I am originally from the Mississippi Delta in the U.S. And yes, I get that question a good bit. We, we now reside in Tennessee, but growing up in the Delta, the Mississippi Delta, I cannot say enough things about that experience. It's a wonderful place to be. It is one of the most beautiful places in the world. It's the land of mosquitoes that are large enough to carry you away. (laughs) And I am not exaggerating, but the trees are magnificent. The grass is green. And the people are kind, hospitable, and there is lots of good food. You will not have a bad meal in the Mississippi Delta. So that's where I'm from. But Tennessee is fabulous as well. And we are happy to be here. The last thing that I want to tell you, because you know how you have to share a purchase, a good purchase with your BFFs. So I do want to share this with you. I'm so excited about this. I've been looking at handbags. If you are in need of a new fall handbag or a handbag for any time of the year, for that matter, look up hammett.com and it's H-A-M-M-I-T-T. The bags feel like butter. They're so soft. I love this bag. I can use it as a crossbody. I can use it as a clutch. It even has a little pocket on the back for me to slip my cell phone in so I'm When I'm out shopping, I'm at the grocery store and the phone starts ringing. I don't have to take my bag apart looking for my phone. It's right there. 
easy to get to. So I just wanted to share that with you. Go check it out. This is not a, they're not a paid sponsor, but I love this bag. It's reasonably priced and I think you're going to love it too. So, oh, my style is the Ryan, R-Y-A-N. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, now let's go. Oh, oh my goodness. One more thing about France, Paris, France. So after I received that message, I thought, I wonder where all of you are listening from. And I went into analytics and up popped Germany, Ireland, Singapore, Romania. This just blows my mind. I cannot tell you. I'm looking for the list now. This is off the top of my head. Let's see. Canada. Have I said Canada? United Kingdom, Belgium. Wow. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm happy to have all of you here. And we are going to not waste another moment and go right to the conversation with Karen Wells. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please rate, review, follow. It helps other people find us. And we want more women like you in this community. I love y'all. Let's get right to Karen. wonderful how are you I'm so glad you're here I have got to tell how I met you but first of all let me say this listeners if you have pain of any kind if you battle chronic pain you are not going to want to miss this so turn it up buckle up we are going to dive into this but first I wanted to say that I have not seen you in almost 10 years Karen it's been almost 10 years. Yes. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I know. And I met you because I was battling back pain and mm-hmm. I had seen something about the melt method on the news. I think it was on may, probably the today show, which we'll go back to that again in a minute, but I had seen something about that on the news. I Googled it and bam, I had a melt method person right there in Atlanta. It was you. I contacted you and went for the weekend and I learned so incredibly much. That makes me feel so good. Thank you. I did. I did. It was so helpful, which is not surprising because you have been teaching exercise and dance for more than 40 years, Karen. You are certified in melt, Pilates, yoga, posturology, which I'm not sure exactly what that is, but we can talk about that. Barefoot training, functional flexibility, and body art yoga. So you are definitely an expert in in your field, in many other fields, but you know how to reduce pain. And that's the main thing. That's the main thing that we want to talk about today. So tell me, why do you consider what you teach to be so different than Pilates and yoga? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me do this podcast with you. It's so special and so wonderful to see you after so many years. I feel very honored. Thank you, Karen. And you look fabulous. Well, thank you. And you as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, 
so the difference between, and I've got the certifications and the working with people with the Pilates and the yoga, and they're both extremely good for the human body. And uh, I use them, I still do them. The difference is they work with the muscles and the work that I do works with the connective tissue, the fascia that covers the muscles, bones, joints, ligaments, organs. It connects everything to the body. Whereas we're going to work the bicep and we're going to work the tricep and we're going to stretch the hamstring. Whereas in the connective tissue, there are myofascial lines that cover the front line of the body, the back line of the body, the spiral line of the body, the side of the body. Um, and then we also work with uh, reflexology type um, work, uh, energy, um, like on the bottom of your feet and on your hands, there are nerve endings. So with the MELT method and with some of the other functional flexibility courses, we learn how to stimulate the proprioceptors, the nerve endings on the bottom of the feet and on the hands to wake up the body, to get the brain and the different parts of the body to talk to each other, whereas muscles don't really do talking. Like they contract and lengthen out. That's pretty much all they do. But the brain has to tell something to do that. And it's what con the connective tissue and the nervous system. It's the neural, neural, neuromuscular, say that three times, neuromuscular system that tells the body what to do and how to do it. And so I use um, balls, bands, rollers, imagery, uh, to stimulate the proprioceptors of the body and to help bring the body back to an upright position and to erase the stuck stress and to hydrate the connective tissue. So most of the trainings that are out there, they're more concerned about, well, let's see how big my muscle can get and let's see how far over I can stretch. But in reality, if, if like, if, if do this with me, you'll like this. Take your hand and put it in a fist. And so here's, the, so the fist represents your muscles, bones, joints, ligaments, organs, tendons. Now take your hand on top and put the other hand on top of that. So this is your connective tissue, your fascia. So everything is all dried up, like a dried up sponge. So a dried up sponge is, is it stiff or is it flexible? Dried stiff. up sponge. Stiff. stiff. So stretch, 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 it's not going to go very far because what's on top of it is dry, correct? Correct. So what happens when you put water into a sponge? It expands. It expands. So expand this top hand and now move everything under here. Okay. So when we just try to move all these things under here, but there's like a, you're wearing a size three sweater and you need to be wearing a size 10, you can't really move very well. So we make the sweater into a size 10 and then you can move and your joints have more fluid and the synovial fluid can move. And then you feel lighter because we're erasing, we call in, in the melt method, we call those barriers. So it's like your body is, is a river and then there's all these dams in the river that cause the tension, the stress, the barriers, they deplete you of your energy They make you feel exhausted. And instead of that we hydrate and have the river keep moving. 
So the fluids are keeping regenerating. And the difference between, because I know people are going to think, oh, well, I drink water. Isn't that enough? Or, oh, I eat good fruit and vegetables. I have a great diet. And that should be, it's like, mm, it's good that you drink water and please, you know, continue to drink water and do it like all day long, sips of water all day long, hydrate you all day long because you're with your body all day long. And the first thing you should do in the morning when you wake up is have a glass of warm, hot water. I tell all my clients and my students in colleges that I teach at to in the morning when you're brushing your teeth, fill that water uh, glass. And some people don't have glasses. So weird. I tell get a glass and put it, put it in the sink when you're brushing your teeth and fill it up with warm water and drink that first thing in the morning because during the night you get dehydrated. So if you go right into waking up and then drinking a glass of um, hot coffee, then you immediately get more dehydrated. And then later on, you're going to crash because you really haven't given your body the fuel. But going back to the reason why we like hydrating the connective tissue and using the props, such as the balls, the bands, the rollers, is to stimulate. Like if you take your hands and you can just copy me for a second where, you know, everybody's listening out there, just rub your hands together. And you feel that friction, yes or yes? Yes. So is it starting to warm up? Yes. Yeah, so good. So then take your hands just away from each other, a teeny little bit, maybe like a micro teeny bit. Do you feel that warmth? Yes, I do. Cool. So if you have a place that is bothering you, you can take that hand in, you know, both of your hands, maybe your neck is a little bit tense. So put one hand on the top of your uh, shoulder and just kind of massage that area for a second. So I'm doing my left shoulder and I'm using my right hand. So I'm crossing over the center of the body. So it's making my brain to work a little bit better. Mm -hmm. There you go. Now grab that uh, top of the shoulder area. Just grab it and hold it. So now the sponge, we're getting all the water to go out of it. We're squeezing. Now let it go. Let the water come back in. We're going to do it one more time. Breathe in. Squeeze. Really squeeze. You feel the tension in there? I do. Yeah. Welcome to computers, walk, talking, cooking, using your phone, driving, adulthood. It's just adulthood. A <laughs> yes, and your three children that you have and your husband. So you're kind of busy. Now let it go. Let the water go. Now take that hand down and close your eyes for a minute and notice the side that you just worked on. Notice how it feels. And then notice the other side that you hadn't worked on yet. And take the arm up that you just worked on. And then bring it back down and take the other one up that you just worked on and bring it back down and take both shoulders up, breathe in. Now exhale, take both shoulders down. Do you feel the difference between the side that you worked on and the side you didn't work on? Definitely. Immediate. Immediate. That's the cool thing about the connective tissue. You have immediate results. You don't have to do three sets of 10. You don't have to do it for six weeks. You know, you just stimulate it in the right way with the right trained professional person and then you get the results we should do the other side or otherwise you're going to feel lopsided ready right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. take your hand across to everybody listening take your hand across the top of your shoulder opposite side and squeeze so think about visualize that that area you're squeezing is a, is a wet sponge and you're squeezing the water out breathe in Exhale, now release the hand, feel the water spread and come under your hand and go down your arm and out your shoulder. 
Now, if you're net, do it again. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. Really squeeze it hard. Get all that water out. Visualize the water going through the arm. Inhale. Exhale, release the hand from the top of the arm and then let it go. And then put the hand down and just close the eyes for a second and notice that part of your neck and that part of your shoulder on that side and see if it feels even with the other side. Yes, it, it definitely and, does. Yeah, so you, don't, you, you, you always want to test it. So let's, even though you say it does, let's feel it. And that way the nervous system and the muscular system can talk to each other. So take that arm that you just squeezed that shoulder, take that up and bring it back down and then take the other arm up and bring it back down and take both arms up, breathe in. Exhale, take both arms down. And just notice if your shoulders and your arms might feel a little bit lighter, yes or yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Karen, that's amazing. <laughs> so all your listeners out there, please do that. And then send us a Facebook or a message or, you know, something to Heather and let us know how you feel because it really does change how you feel and your perception of how you feel. So during the daytime, when you're getting stressed out, and I do a, a course called De-Stress at Your Desk for everybody that's either working at home or in the office or who are sitting on planes or trains or in cars, different little tips and tricks to do that help you get rid of the tension and the suck stress in the body. So that little bit, you can do that when you're at a stoplight. Absolutely. Right? So Go is across. this all from a seated position, Karen, this course? Right. right now we're doing it seated. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're bound to a chair or if you're standing up. You could do it in bed. You could do it lying down. Yes. And if you were disabled. Absolutely. Wheelchair, this would be great. Good point. Very good point. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the fascia, am I pronouncing that correctly? Fascia, fascia. I've always confused on which is the correct. Tomatoes, tomatoes. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> F-A-S-C-I-A. It depends on if you're in New York or if you're in California or if you're in Germany. Okay. I say fascia, but then I get uh, reprimand and say, no, it's fascia. It's like, really? You're talking about your face, but I'm well, in the I South. One, I'm in Atlanta. I have one better than that in Tennessee. I'm saying fascia. So I don't know which it is. Good. <laughs> that sounds good. Whatever you want to call it. So you can also call it the connective tissue. Yes. Maybe and I then everybody knows that. what that means. It connects something to something else. And it's just kind of easier to say. So a lot of people use that now because they, they don't really, fascia sounds like some scientific thing that scares people sometimes. And you don't want people to be scared. You want to pull them into the information in a loving, kind way because it'll help them so much. Absolutely. So, and I have read somewhere that it's comparable to the casing on a hot dog. Do you agree with that? More, or do you think it's, it's not more comparable enough? to, well, the, uh, casing on a hot dog doesn't really breathe. I haven't heard that one before. Um, a lot of people compare it to a um, quarter of a of a grapefruit. I'm gonna show you a picture. So, boy, here's a picture of the fascia. It's like an intricate spider's web. But in, if you get even closer, each one of those little lines are filled with water 
fluids. And this is like under a super, super um, microscope. And it's very, very strong. Like I've seen um, experiments holding the fascia with um, the fascia is holding like a hundred pound weight and it's not breaking the fascia. Wow. It's, it's, it's crazy. And they used to not even look at the fascia, what they look what, at, like in um, the Gray's Anatomy book, they, um, they would take the fascia off like it was wrapping paper or bubble wrap in a UPS box, which, you know, now it's Amazon box, and they would put it aside. They wouldn't study it. Well, what happened is people started studying the fascia connective tissue and realized there are nerve endings in the fascia. And those nerve endings relate to the brain. And when you're working on cadavers, a cadaver is dead. So there's no fluids going through there. But when they started uh, videotaping and looking at operations of live people like knee replacements, um, hip replacements, and they were able to see the fascia and see how important it is and see what's going on, then they started studying the fascia and there's a fascia Institute and the um, National Institute of Health does a lot of research for fascia and how important it is. So it's really in the past 20 years has, has gotten a lot more popular and more understanding. Like I've worked with chiropractors who have come to my workshops, um, introdu introdu introduction to the melt method, hand and foot, or uh, flexibility workshops with chiropractors who and massage therapists and physical therapists who have worked with cadavers who don't have a clue how helpful working with the connective tissue can be for their clients. And they're so grateful because they're like, oh, I didn't know this could feel so good. And, and for their bodies, hunching over somebody and right. working on them, they're creating for themselves bad posture. So if I can give them things to do with a roller or a ball during their daytime, and then they can give that to their clients and PS, show them what they're doing. Here's, here's the ball and here you do this on your hand or here you do this on your foot. And while they're showing them, they're also stimulating their fascia and, and their nervous system. And they're getting healthy during the day instead of just hunching over somebody and touching them and saying, do this, do that, uh, do 12 of these. And that's great. And I'm actually going through physical therapy and occupational therapy right now because I have shattered all the bones in my left arm. And I'm working with amazing occupational therapists and physical therapists because I needed both. Um, and they, don't, they never talk about fascia, neither one of them. One has his doctorate and I'll ask him a question. I'll go, no, I'm, it has to do with X, Y, Z. And it's so interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely getting a lot better, but I'm doing all the work on the side that I know to do that is not going to hurt my arm because this is a six month to 12 month recovery period mm. that will affect the rest of my life of how I can lengthen out my arm and how I can bend my elbow and the goal it's a joint and I've got titanium in all three bones so I've got to make sure that during this 12 month time I am lengthening out and bending it and all the muscles like my uh, tricep got uh, atrophied and so did the bicep. And so now I can lift one pound. So it's very important to be able to work with the muscles 
as well as work with the connective tissue and the fascia. So let's say, because you hear people say all the time, I have a knot in my back or I have a knot in my shoulder. So that knot is really in the fascia and not the muscle. Correct. Because the muscle, like when they're doing cadavers, in order just to get down to the muscle, let's see if I can show you this. So here's, wait, here's another picture. So there's the muscles on one side of the picture. And the other side is the fascia. So the fascia is on top of all those muscles. So they say that it takes 13 hours to cut through the fascia to get down to the muscle. Wow. So what would you suggest if someone, you're talking about balls and rollers and all these useful items during class with you or a session with you, but let's say you did have a knot in the fascia in your back. How could you re help relieve that from home? What would you do? It depends on what part, because your back is pretty, you know, pretty long and depending on okay, let's what's say going on. Shoulder, you're okay. So what we just did would be helpful, but there's also my fascial movements that you can do as well. Um, I would take two tennis balls. Actually, I use tennis balls because every I feel like everybody in the world hopefully can get a tennis ball. Um, like I teach people in New York and then I've got people over in Greece and um, Malaysia and Puerto Rico that are in different groups that I'm in. And pretty much everybody has access to a tennis ball or some kind of a ball that is like a tennis ball that has some give to it. You could take the tennis ball and like how we just squeeze the shoulder area, you would bounce it on that area and then you could also um if you take two tennis balls and two hands and you come to the top of your shoulder and you tap on both sides and then you could go down both sides all the way down and just so you know here's a here's like a um miscommunication with the body when you have pain like up in this area it may really be starting down in your calf that's the beauty of the myofascial system that's why you know just doing this for your bicep and what i'm doing everybody is i'm bringing my hand up and down that's fine that's going to get the bicep muscle to work better but if i am actually moving my whole body both sides of the body and i'm using my bicep to move and straighten and lengthen then i'm going to get more out of my time and I'm going to get more out of the movement because in a, a live body, it's not like I, I tell my students, it's not like you go sleep at night and you unzip your skin and you put it down on the floor and then you put your skeleton somewhere else and you put your organs somewhere else. It all goes to sleep together. It's all one unit. You don't stop and start somewhere. It's not a zipper to unzip you, right? It's all right. connected. Everything is connected. So if you're having pain up there, we might have to work on your foot. Right. And I actually start all my classes and, and it's a good question about people that have pain because a lot of people are um, having to sit or having to lie in bed. Um, you can sit and have a tennis ball under your foot or there's a specific movement to do with the melt method. Um, and there's specific movements to do with the, with the tennis ball that I've created to use with my clients. And you can do that sitting or standing 
And when you do it standing, it works all the way up to the hip. And then you can uh, get rotation in your hip because the more you sit, the tighter you get. And the area between the leg and the hip gets shorter, behind the knee gets shorter, ankles get shorter. So when we stand, we can lengthen through the joints. So I don't know if you can see, but if you can lengthen when you sit, these are shorter, right? When you stand, these get longer. When you use a tennis ball, you can rotate here. So then all these muscles, all your inner thigh muscles that are sitting all day that don't get used, this is why people get saddlebags because they're not using their inner thighs. They're just using the outside when they're walking and when they're sitting, they're not necessarily doing second position. They're not necessarily picking their leg up. They're not necessarily using these muscles. So you want to be able to use them. So when you do working with the ball on the bottom of the foot, it makes your hips move. And then when you have, you know, when you're on one leg, it makes your butt move. Mm -hmm. Well, and I hear more and more women complain. I just turned 50. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a grown up now. Yay. <laughs> so I hear more and more women talk about how their hips hurting and aching a good bit. So you think it's more from sitting too much? Sitting and not moving their hips. Mm -hmm. They're not moving. And men too. Men, yes. men have a lot of hamstring problems. Hmm. Like I've, I've worked with a lot of, of men and women. Um, but like at, at the colleges that I've taught at, um, I teach a class called, it's, it's a yoga lifestyle class that students have to take to graduate um, at Georgia Tech University. And um, the kids are mainly kids. I mean, they're bigger than me, but you know, they're 18, 19, 20, 21. Um, they sit all day and their hamstrings get tight and their hips get tight and then they go run. So then you know, if that's, that's the easiest thing for them to do is, is running. Now, a lot of them do run and then their hamstrings get tight. So when they come to me and I do that, I give everybody a tennis ball. That's the first day of class. And I say, you know, we're not playing tennis, but I'm going to help you feel good for the rest of your life, not just this semester. And we start doing the tennis ball on the feet, on the calves, on the thighs, on the butt, on the arms, on the, you don't really do it on your back. Um, you could maybe put the tennis ball against a wall, but there's really no walls in a big studio because um, it's mirrors. Um, and that helps to open up the hips because you're physically moving them. It's like if you take your hand, so we'll do a fist again. So take one hand and put it in a fist, take your other hand and open it up and then take the fist and put it in your hand. So the fist arm is your femur, which is the biggest bone in your body. And that's where your hip is. And then the other hand that you're inside, that's your hip socket. So you want to be able to move. So turn your hands back and forth and back and forth. Like you're, you're smashing, um, I don't know. I don't know, something that you're smashing in there to make spices or whatever. Or you want to have millet. You want to make it, I don't know, whatever. But you're um, stimulating the fascia, but you're really stimulating the connective tissue around the joint and you're getting the fluids to flow in there. But if you're sitting all day, again, we talked about it's gonna get all dried up and stuck. Mm -hmm. So when you get up to walk, you're stiff and then it causes pain. And then everybody thinks, well, it's back pain. 
it's not really, not necessarily, it could be, but it's not necessarily back pain. It's because what's connected to your butt is your back and your thighs, your hamstrings. Well, if they don't move all day and what's inside of there is your hip socket and your femur, then they get tight. And that's 99% of what causes pain. And that comes from the sitting. Because when you sit, you want to sit on your sits bones, which is if, if this is your, um, your pelvis, you have the bones. If you put your hands on your hips, even when you're sitting there, you put your hands on your hips and see those bones on the side. Uh -huh. Yes. So send those bones backwards. So it makes you uh, go, quote, sway back. Yeah. yeah now send yeah. them forward. Okay, so do you feel how you're not on your sits bones anymore? Yes, I did. Send them straight down. So you feel, you might need to sit a little bit uh, closer to the computer. So take your butt a little bit forward. And so you can feel the sits bones. So you're not way back in your chair. Yes, you I feel, feel that. It. Yeah. So that's how we want to be sitting is on our sits bones, not behind them. So take your pelvis forward or backwards. Okay. Yeah. And then take it the other way. Right, so you see how it tightens the back? Yes. And it pulls. Now come right on top. So you're right on top of your sits bones right there. So then you're on top of your legs. So then the pressure that's in your back is not gonna be pulling to hold you up because you've got your, your balance. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I've never gravity thought about is, this. Well, most people don't. This is what I do. <laughs> you're so knowledgeable, Karen. You're so knowledgeable. You are. Thank you. I'm like addicted to learning. I really am. It's obnoxious. Like everybody says, you know, you're a you're a um, habitual student. I understand. Like, I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> and I really only take from the best. It's like my mom says, you know, what are you going to learn from this conference? You already know all this stuff. I'm like, no, mom, there's always something to learn. And I don't ever want to feel like I'm a know-it-all because there's always something to learn. That even if it's just one sentence that you pick up from one lecture, it was worth going to the whole conference. I agree. I agree. Okay. So back to this. So when you're, when you've slept all night and you get out of bed and you can barely walk, same thing, huh? couple things. One is what's your mattress? Is it hard or soft? What's your pillow? Is it supporting your neck? What did you eat before you went to sleep? There's a lot of things involved with sleep that people do not think about. And I got to tell you, I would say eight out of 10 of my clients, I've changed their sleeping habits and gotten rid of a lot of their pain. Okay. So, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> we have to pause right here. So if you could Tell me five things to do before I go to bed. What would they okay. be? I'm so curious. Okay. So what, okay. So you want to make sure that the room is cool. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure the room is dark. You want to make sure the room is quiet. So you might need to close your door. And if you have animals, I hate to say this, but if you have animals, animals need not to be in your room because they purr and I had kitty cats for a long, long time and I wasn't getting enough sleep. And you, you need to sleep is one of the most important things that we need to do every single day to regenerate and rejuvenate and to heal. And if there's an animal and I love animals, so I'm not you know saying don't have an animal, I'm saying definitely have an animal, but your animal needs to be a safe during the night 
because if you're sleeping and I know I had kitty cats, well, if they get up on a countertop and then they knock over a bunch of stuff and then it's all over the place, then in the morning I get up and then I'm going to slip and fall and hurt myself. So the animal needs to be safe and I need to be safe. Um, your pillows, the pillows need to support your neck. You have a cervical spine and there's a curve to your spine and the neck is a curve to your spine and your lower back. Those need to be supportive. If your head is way down here and your shoulder is leaning forward, then when you wake up, you might have a crick in your neck. Your shoulders might not be even. Your back might hurt. Your hips might hurt. But if you have everything lined up, like if you have a pillow that actually supports your neck so that when you lie flat, it's supporting the back of your neck. When you lie on your side, it's supporting the side of your neck. It'll help with your brain so that the uh, during the night that your fluids can get up there and the oxygen can get up there and things don't get cut off and the muscles don't get into that position because whatever position you stay in, that's going to be the mold of how your body's going to remain, mm -hmm. right? right. Um, so, and then I, I tell everybody, put a pillow under your arm and a pillow between your legs, especially if you're going to sleep sideways. And then if you're going to sleep on your back, it's good to have a pillow under your knees. So it releases the tension in your back. If you just lie down flat on your back or lie down flat on your stomach, there's going to be places that are going to get overextended. That makes sense. And I've heard not to sleep in a fetal position because those muscles will tighten up and they're not lengthened. And then you're forward. So look what happens. You're forward. So you're already forward all day long. You're typing. It's like sit-ups. Nobody should be doing sit-ups. Nobody should be doing crunches. It makes no sense. If you want to work your core, which is hello, it's not just your abdominal muscles. Your core is your pelvic floor, your transverse abdominus, your obliques, your um, rectus abdominus, but also your multifidus, your pelvic floor, your big toe. All of that is your core. And if you're just working your abdominal muscles, so notice this position. So what am I doing? I'm making this shorter. And then I got to stand up. It's still shorter. How sexy is that? You want to have long, lean muscles. You want to have everything working from the inside out. We call those abdominal muscles. Those are your superficial muscles. They're on the outside. You want to have the muscles that are closest to your spine. That's why they're called the core muscles, the pelvic floor, the things that connect your, your psoas that runs from your back, it comes across on the inside of your pelvis and then goes down and connects to the inside of your femur. That's another reason why people have uh, hip problems, women and men. It comes from back here, goes across, connects inside here, and then connects on the inside of this leg on both sides, right? That's your femur. That's your psoas. It's the only muscle that connects the back to the front. And it gets tight and it gets weak. And if we don't address it from just myofascial movement, from stretching, and some of the yoga moves will absolutely get in there and stretch that and have you move and lengthen. And going back, you want to be able to extend through the body, opening up the chest because we are forward all the time. So the fetal position, no, not such a great idea. No. <laughs> Does that make sense? It makes total sense. It okay, makes good. total sense. Yes, it good. does. I have to I have to tell everyone this, Karen. The way that we reconnected, I just love how God circles you back around to the people that you need to be with again. 
because I was watching the Today Show and Karen's sweet little face popped up on the screen. And I told my husband, it was probably nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock your time. But I said, I know her, that's Karen Wells. <laughs> and I've not seen you in probably 10 years. And he said, how do you know her? I said, because I went to Atlanta and took a couple of classes from her. And he could not believe that I recognized you and your name, but I immediately grabbed my phone. You were still in my contacts. I screenshotted the television and I sent it to you and I said, Karen, is this you? <laughs> so I'm so happy that you were on the Today Show and then I spotted you because it was time to circle back around. I love that story. It was time. So... Well, you have been so helpful. And I want to say this, if someone wants to get in touch with you, they can find you at KBW Moore Well. Move, M-O-V-E, KBW Move, L-O-M-O-V-E-W-E-L-L.com. Thank you. I want everybody to be able to move well. KBW are my initials, Karen Beth Wells, which is the same as my Gmail. So it's Karen, K-A-R-E-N, B as in Beth, B-E-T-H-W-E-L-L-S at gmail.com. And then I'm on Facebook as Karen, K-A-R-E-N, B-W-E-L-L-S. And on Instagram, (laughs) but Instagram is Karen Beth Wells. I got a little formal there. And then LinkedIn is Karen B. Wells. Got back to being professional. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm pretty much out on everything. And then I have a YouTube channel, which sometimes is Karen Wells Fitness and sometimes is Karen Wells. And sometimes it's just move well. It's just whatever mood you're in that day, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you caught my typo. It's KB kbwmovewell.com kbwmovewell.com and you are teaching classes online now virtually 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 and so if you want so if you want to find me there's actually because it's virtual you can see me all over the world and i use zoom facetime and and i use a lot of of um facebook has a chat on there that has a video camera on it so I have people over in Asia and in um, Greece that I can do in California and New York and I'm in Atlanta. It doesn't really matter where you're located. As long as you have a device, it can be as easy as a cell phone. We can find a way to make it work. Zoom, FaceTime, Google Duo, um, Skype, you name it, I'm going to make it work. And it does work. <laughs> It does work. It does work. So I'm so glad to know that that option is available because it's true. It does work. You're right. It does. And then I'm right now I'm doing a Groupon, um, which I think is all over the world. I don't know if it's all, I know it's in the United States. I don't know about all over the world, but it's um, pretty much an introduction to two classes. And um, one is Melt One on One, and one is De Stress at Your Desk. Another one is Functional Flexibility. But if you type in Karen Wells into Groupon, then something should come up and it's very um, cost-effective. And then that way you get to try it and see if you like it. Yes. And coming to Atlanta is always an option. Coming to Atlanta is always an option. Atlanta is such a great city. 
It is. You just have to wear your mask. Yes. Well, that's anywhere now, unfortunately, isn't it? Yeah. Well, thank you so smart. much, Karen. You are so welcome, Heather. I thank you so thank much you for having enough. me. Of course. We'll have to do I it can't. again. I can't wait to see you and I'm going to offer you a class and I want you to do this with me. We're going to do it however, Skype or FaceTime, whatever works best for you. And then let your folks know how you feel. That sounds wonderful. And I'm sure that you will have some kind of promotion for my followers. Absolutely. I would love to. That we'll sounds, figure that out. That sounds great. Have a great weekend, Karen. And Thank I you so look much. forward to seeing you again soon. I look forward to seeing you soon too. Also, Heather, and thank you so much for giving me the time that you have to spend with me and have a lovely, lovely evening. Thank you. You too. Hi, BFFs. Our families would like to thank all of our sponsors as well as you, our friends, for supporting this podcast. We are grateful for Petty Dental of Bartlett for funding this episode. Mm-hmm.